it's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Yeah. Awesome. I'm I'm excited, Manning, because this used to be like the highlight of my of my day. Nah, my, my wife and kid are, are the highlight of my day, but this was a close second. This was a close second. Or third if you want to put them each in different brackets. Well, I mean, yeah. They yeah. could get annoying in different days. I tell I tell my son all the time, you know, you're you're my favorite, and I don't say favorite what it, he's just my favorite. Ever, everything my wife's always like mean mugging me for that. Like what? What? He's half me. Me? I married you. You're you're your own. You're your own being. But he's half me. That's that's how I became became immortal. If he has a kid and they they have kids, you know, it, it lives on. Like he's he's my favorite. <laughs> Right, I tell my daughter all the time that she's my favorite child. Oh, that 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 one's good. And that she said, good. "Uh, she goes, I'm your only child." And I said, "Well, then the bar's pretty low, isn't it?" <laughs> I tell, I tell my wife all the time that I'm I'm her parents' favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, let's let's do this, guys. Welcome back to the hopefully daily cup of genre hope we get this go going every mon monday through friday right here on uh the genreverse podcast network um part of lrm on online's big uh media empire now uh lrmonline.com go there every day for all of your uh entertainment news needs opinions uh be sure to uh subscribe on the genreverse youtube channel and wherever you get your your podcast from, we do the audio version of all of our our great shows, which we'll talk about a little bit more at at the end. This show is actually a, a an oldie but good goodie that uh, we're bring, bringing back. I am Kyle Malone, and I'm joined by uh, basically the original co-host of Daily Cup of Genre. Yes, Manny because, What's because up? Jammer was not part of this. Nope he was LR he was LR mornings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not bad, man. Good morning to you too. I'm excited to be back. I am too. One, I mean, you know, as as much as you want to say what you you've been doing and why why we had a bit of a, a hiatus, man. What what have you been up? What have you been up to out, I've, out I've been, on the west coast? I've been waiting this whole time for you to cut your hair. That's oh, that was it. That was so, it. Hey, once you cut your hair, I went ahead and did some stretches and and decided here we are. We're back. <laughs> uh, I, there could only be one Sasquatch on this channel. Oh, okay. anyway, <laughs> no, uh, um, you know, li life happens and um, a, a lot of us and, and I say this in general, too, because I, I think I think there is a there's a kind of like a stigma with general audiences sometimes that this is all we do, like that mm. we, we make so much money off of um, <laughs> the interviews and all that stuff that we do and, and that this is our job. But a lot of times um People in media take this really to heart as a hobby and not as a hobby, still as a job. But, you, just, yeah. you know, in, in this day and age, you don't make enough to, to really support yourself just on something like this. So mm -hmm. my day job has changed and I, I work for two local networks, local news networks. I've been working as a photographer for several months. 
uh, which has allowed me to continue doing interviews and things like that, which is why I was pretty busy with all of that during the daytime. But now I'm working daytime because I am I am training as a, as a news producer. Um, and so I will be filling in every now and then. Uh, but my my actual day job will be a as a digital reporter uh, for your Central Valley News which is uh, KC24, CBS 47 in the Central Valley. So you can catch me doing wacky stories, whatever my news director does not swat down because mm-hmm. I, I plan on being pretty out there. <laughs> I hope so, man. I, I always dig uh, dig it when local news can kind of get out there and show what your your area actually has because every, everyone hates where they're at. I know that's a generalization. I, I love where, where I'm at for the most part, but so many people do kind of get, get in a rut and they, they don't even realize what is around them, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a, a lot of times it's just people, man. People are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like there's, humans there's, are trash. There's actually, there's actually some people and, you know, community groups that are always trying to, you know, look at things the positive way or, or to do something positive way. But there's always a group that, is ready to strike them down it's kind of like for example the top news one of the top news last week Mm -hmm. locally not because nationally we know things happen but locally was that our city council um decided they're going to give themselves a 69 percent raise (laughs) nice a 69 percent raise uh, so, um, not a lot of people are very happy about it. Not much that can happen with it. So, uh, they, they slipped that in very, they try to slip it in very quietly. Everybody caught wind of it. Now it's a big deal, but they already voted on it. <laughs> so, uh, um, some recall elections. <laughs> well, I mean, I, that's, you know, so that anyway, I'm not gonna, yeah. if, if I, if I get too much, I'm going to, um, <laughs> I'm gonna get mad, but no, I, I mean, it's uh, other than that, it's been great. Uh, I'm one of our favorite pastimes. We have my, my girlfriend, I have regal passes, so you can actually catch us at the theater on weekends more than at home. We try to watch everything, we like to watch everything, and um, so it's been nice to see growing and growing populations in our, in our local theaters. So that's been, yeah. Fun man uh that's a great segue i don't know if you actually set it up for for that or or not but you know one of the things we used to do here on the uh daily cog was talk box office on on mondays and um it's it's been interesting because there's been some some underperformers some some massive over overperformers and uh i was mentioning you know you you mentioned you're at theaters a lot um and you say uh, a lot of the you know opening weekends are still pretty pretty big. Are they yeah. you know pre pre pandemic? See my my theaters uh, here, um, they're not always like that. The the one with the the LIMAX, the smaller version of of IMAX, um, they're usually pretty busy. But the rest of them, man, I've I I mean, uh, what was that last big um, last big movie that that just came out not not too long ago? What did we go see? Um, it was after Sonic. Oh, uh, Doc Strange, Doc, mm-hmm. Doctor Doc Strange too. Um, it was insane how much opening there there was o- open seats and and still for sale the the nighttime of. So I really think it's kind of l- location dependent 
like there's some areas where box office is booming and other places where it's not but in general dude it's it's doing pretty good uh top gun maverick brought in um 30 million this weekend Mm -hmm. being the number one movie again just eking out uh estimations uh elvis now final numbers come in uh tomorrow usually that might flip but still the fact that it's you know back up in top one or two spots is that's pretty crazy Lightyear had a rough opening last week but this weekend 65 percent drop me you and i have basically seen how that that's the new normal so at a low start but still a, a normal drop um what are you thinking man it, it's um it was really cool to see these numbers because um you know because we like for example jurassic world dominion this is its third week last week i had taken my girlfriend and daughter to see it set on its second week the room we were in was packed mm-hmm. and i was like what? i was like i was like is this real <laughs> right now like <laughs> because it uh, and then um um she was gonna take her dad to watch uh, they had a special screening and a special anniversary screening, a screening of the thing. And the room was practically sold out. Uh, so then she was looking at Top Gun for Sunday for that Father's Day. The room was practically sold out. Like there was no like and, and, it, and, it, and it was very, it's very um, great to see that people are getting out there. People are, you know, buying popcorn, buying, buying tickets for movies and, and, and really and usually when you when you go out to movies, it means you're probably going out to eat also. You maybe do a yep. little shopping. Uh, regardless, um, despite, you, you know, the country's attempt to really keep us in our houses via, via gas and, and uh, viruses and and whatever, you, you know, every, everyone <laughs> is like, nope, we're going to go watch this movie in the theater because we need to, we need to get away. I, I think that's what it is. And we need to have some fun. So. And then if you look at the, the the top four movies, okay, let's go top five uh, to add a little bit more family element to it. But you have Top Gun, you have uh, which which is you know an, a Navy recruitment video um, done at its best uh, way. You have Elvis, which is a, a biopic, Jurassic World, Dinosaurs. We got some horror now. The Black Phone is, mm-hmm. is number four with Ethan Hawke, which we're gonna watch tonight. It's great to see it on in the top four, and then you you, you rounded out with Lightyear, which is a, you know a Disney family film that kind of you know dud um, yeah. didn't didn't um, we want the toy and we want Tim Allen. That's just basically <laughs> it. Like I'm sorry, Chris Evans, you can't do everything. Yeah. Um, so uh, you you have quite. I heard it was just so bo- boring. Like really, that... it, so yeah, I I watched the first uh, hour of it or, yeah. early on, and I I like I. There's nothing in this movie for me to get yeah. excited about and to really enjoy. Yeah, um, the, many people I I know that have absolutely zero political issues with it. I know there's some controversy over a, a lesbian uh, couple in it. People that that do not care care about that are just straight up the the movie's boring. So it's it's funny because it's funny you mention that because I know that those people who who are claiming that like oh haha that's why your movie bombed because nobody wants to see that it's like no it didn't do well it's because it's just good. it's just not good like <sighs> don't don't put this on your platform because it, it's not it, that's not what it is this is we we care about the toys we, we don't care about the movie that andy went to go see yeah <laughs> so yeah. um i mean it is what it is but yeah uh 
Top Gun was phenomenal, and I billion think billion dollars worldwide. The, the um, the I, I think it, the word of mouth also has has kept it going, and and regardless on what side of it, any table that you sit on, it's, it's a movie that you can enjoy because mm-hmm. you, know, you have the nostalgia, but at the same time, you have just it's just a really cool movie. Lots of practical effects and Tom Cruise. My hmm? uh, my buddy Brian was, you know, he's a big fan of of it. Um, he was telling me he thinks one of the the keys to this was uh, they 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 didn't so much, um, you know, they didn't follow the soft reboot mm-hmm. or or distant sequel formula of a, a torch passing of a whole bunch of new new stuff. This was. Brian said it was a freaking Tom Cruise movie. It was about Maverick. This wasn't mm-hmm. a, a passing of the torch. There was, of course, some new char- characters and stuff. He goes, but they they embraced it as like a a sequel to Top Gun, not the the springboard for a new franchise. Even though, given the success, you could easily see um, Paramount wanting to to go back to that well if and when they they get a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, man? Is is that like you think that's what's really helped it out? It didn't get get bogged down in the in the franchise launching uh, formula. I, well, I don't I don't think that necessarily Tom Cruise was even thinking about or is even thinking about doing another sequel to this. So it was just good storytelling. It's 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 good to follow. You you have sentiment already for somebody who who would have been uh, Goose's son, and and then um, yeah it. it we're we're still with we're still with Maverick. We're still with Tom Cruise's character, like you're saying. Uh, so the entire thing doesn't doesn't feel like it, it's just a um, like a nostalgia grab. Like for example, a good a good example of that Jurassic World Dominion, which was fun, which I which I really enjoyed anyway. Um, but it it leans it leans very very heavily on you reacting to things from the past. Yeah, and uh, remember this moment. Yeah, and, but and it does that? it and does it all through it, uh, and and not to say it. So, if you take some of those elements away, story's kind of wonky. Um, I I really thought it was if, if, when you strip it down, it's like mm, I don't I don't you know we have we have all these dinosaurs and things, and we're gonna we're going to focus on on locusts. Uh, yeah, giant and, locusts. And I was like, mm, we. Uh, combies maybe this i don't know that's still a bit wonky but at least it would have been like okay they're dinosaurs but um but it but you you don't care because you're you're so focused on the return of the old cast uh, you know the some of the dinosaurs that are coming back and, and blue and beta and and things like that just but that's kind of also as a fan of a franchise has been around forever you you kind of want those moments so it you know it, it's it it just depends on who who you are and and how critical you want to be or you just want yeah. to be on there for the ride yeah i'd bring up you know an, an example of what i think is a is a bad soft reboot slash uh uh distant sequel afterlife ghostbusters after afterlife but uh it's doing exactly what they what they wanted it to do which mm. is springboard this new thing wearing ghostbusters clothing um but i'm interested in what the the animated stuff will will do for that i i mean i want good stories regardless of of it um but i 
I like the idea if you're going to do a, a sequel, one, Deep Cuts, Top Gun, you know, 30, 30 years later, basically. Um, and then, uh, you know, I don't I don't want to rehash stuff that that's so recent. And then if you are going to use something from from the past, don't just ditch it. You know, you got to. Unless you're do, doing something com- completely different with it and just uh, like a reimagining versus, you know, uh, reboot or, or soft reboot, requill, if you if you will. Um, unless you're just going to, you know, just call it by by that name and, and do do your own thing, which can be fine. Uh, Battlestar Galactica from uh, the 03 slash 05 uh, reimagining is, is amazing. Um, but I think I think we just we recycle too much too much these days and, and we rely on on everything from the ni- 1980s and ni- 1990s uh and it gets frustrating when you want want something new which is why i watch like six season uh six seasonal shows of anime every season <laughs> so but it, but it can... is yeah, i will say it is difficult to do that because you put out those movies and they oh don't yeah do well so, oh i agree um the north it's a business the Northman is a really good example of that. How it that's a that's a phenomenal film, and um, it didn't do very well. But because and the duel, the duel the was duel, another one. The duel was, another one of those. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one has some sensitive topics in it, though, where I can see why why some people would stay away. Um, not you know, but then you have you have like movies that kind of do a little bit better. Like um, I don't know if you've seen Everything Everywhere All at Once. Which is the multiverse done yep. in its best form? Like no one has done the multiverse better than that film, uh, in my opinion. <clears throat> and I, th- I think everyone should watch it. it it's, it's until Rick and Morty the move the movie. And no, <clears throat> and no, <laughs> not jo- um, Beavers and Butthead do the multiverse. Did it is not is not up there either. <laughs> but uh, uh, but in all seriousness, it you know it's or it, it's hard. It, it's it's tough. I. I don't blame studios for not <clears throat> doing original films for that reason because people don't go watch them. They they don't. And you and I that's one of the things we we talked about for box offices and and why, you know, so many things were suffering. I can't remember the the last time I went and saw just a regular comedy like a an Adam Sandler style comedy at at the theaters. It's just especially with the kid and stuff, man, it, it just the the hassle it becomes kind kind of not worth it but i do know something that is worth it and that's taking word from our sponsors over at grow generation uh i don't even know who i have loaded up so so enjoy this ad grow generation where the pros go to grow grow generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market grow generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow it's great thank you guys so much for sponsoring the uh sponsoring the episode uh you know grow gen does our our uh sponsorships basically for for everything except for uh breaking geek radio they are not affiliated with with breaking geek radio but uh link in the description check check them check them out if you need any any help growing stuff oh manny some summertime is here you know i i was online looking at conventions come coming up for for the news and man I, it was like a week or two ago everyone was like Mar- marvel's not going to be at at san diego like 
that was like a, a story. I remember people mm-hmm. talking about it. And then in an interview with uh, Heroic Hollywood, freaking Feige drops. Oh, yeah, we're we're in Hall H this this year. And Manny, you're you're going to Comic-Con, man. Are you pretty excited about the potential for for Marvel and, and all at Hall H again? Here's the thing. It's 2022. This is the first year back at some of these shows. My expectations are at an all time low. Mm. And and that is no no that is not to say I'm not excited, but it it takes a lot of time to prep these shows. Yeah, and with everything and with how everything has changed, really just in life in general, prices of things, um, and and just I mean everything. I don't I'm not sure what to expect, which gives me a new new form of excitement, but. Given the way WonderCon was treated, and the and those the differences from that show versus previous years pre uh, pre pandemic, um, definitely a lower lower bar. I mean, for example, at this year's WonderCon in Anaheim, if you're familiar with the with the arena and the convention center, you know that the arena is regularly where they hold their big panels, their reveals. Um, and they didn't even use that that um, arena this year. They just used big halls. Um, so uh, it, it was very it's very small. Def- the, the, definitely the entire space wasn't being used uh, as they would regularly. They, they didn't have their video game setups the way they usually do. Uh, you, so you knew they, they were missing a lot. Yeah. Uh, but you, you, but again, I even for that show, I didn't expect like a 2019 2018 show so for comic-con i'm right there again uh just really just looking forward to again seeing all the people i that i know the people friends and 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 just visiting some familiar booths and and creators and whatever they give us i will be grateful for as far as far as uh content uh that's 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 the way you got to look at it because if you if you're going in there with like expecting a 2019 show you're not gonna get it and you're gonna be disappointed okay well i i dig that but i thought you were saying you were you know not excited about the the potential from from marvel um because i you know i don't think they're gonna give us something huge necessarily because last time all we got was the eternals uh, that was a 2019 because I know that they save a lot of their stuff for like T23 mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But with with so much going on, they, they, you know, who knows? Maybe it's going to be like a Secret Wars type of thing, and that's a big deal. I I don't think I you you mentioned the 23, which I think is going to have probably the biggest of of the big. Um, I do think we will get potentially a teaser for Wakanda Forever. That would be nice. Um, cause D23 is September, Wakanda for forever is November or December. Um, but it, it's real close. I don't think they're gonna, uh, want to necessarily, um, November 11th. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're going to want to pull, uh, another, uh, Thor love and thunder and, and wait until, you know, barely, uh, uh, what? 50 some odd days before release for Wakanda Forever. So I think maybe a, a teaser there and then the full trailer at D23. 
I do think we will – I think the biggest thing will be something Fantastic Four related, maybe a, a date for the movie. For that. I, I just meant like a date and title card for the movie. Oh, I, mean, okay. I think that's – I think that that's a, a potential. I don't know. What what do you think? Because we also – right before D23 will – uh, will be the uh, the digital uh, Disney Plus Day event, so you know they're not going to want to do too much with their their shows. I think this will mostly be move movies, but what what do you think you might get out out of it? Um, it it says that they are going to be talking about the future, so mm-hmm. um, maybe we get their lineup of of you know the kind of an updated lineup with some of those some yeah, of those um, calendar things that that we haven't seen yet like echo um, and where werewolf werewolf by night's official date yeah we we know we know we know yeah. that but i you know looking at it maybe there is a fantastic four and maybe there is i would the, the what would rock what would completely like get me uh excited would be like an like an x title card and you know what yeah like x-men type of announcement heck just give me like just do like blades coming out of somebody's hand <laughs> with, with just the hands and then just an x right and then you're coming soon can and we, that that would be one enough. x-men project without him please just just one initially <laughs> good luck that'd be you <laughs> i don't think you could do that at this point uh yeah i know I I want the I want the X X Men too. I want a good a good version of of them. Um, I I I'm just so worried about how you how you bring them in. You and I have talked about about this multiple times of like how difficult it could be to bring in the uh, the X Men and and especially if you're wanting to change them up a bit from you know World War World War Two era. Uh, um, births you know be, being young in, in world war ii so that way you have uh magneto's uh jewish history and stuff stuff like that even if you update it like you and i have, have mentioned to something from the civil rights area of the of the u.s that's mm-hmm. 60 years ago so even even a, a young kid 10 10 years old experiencing 1960s america you're still looking at an old an old ass magneto and and charles and- so you really Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Give me one. Uh, I was going to say, so you you really have to look at, you know, playing with that multiverse idea in order for it to kind of make sense unless, and I, I don't, because I'm not experiencing any anything outside of the, the norm as far as, you know, my my hardships are regular economic hard hardships everyone is experiencing, but what would they update it to, to today? I mean, as as bad as things are, uh, the the past is worse, and and outside of you know the U.S. and its major allies, most most of those places have a lot less you know freedoms and and more more oppression. So I I don't know how you you do X Men then, and it kind of scares the frack out of me. <laughs> you know what I do like about it is that now Marvel has established a multiverse, it's a little bit easier. So you, you don't necessarily have to contain it to to one yeah or, exactly know, particular story so like you said we can go back in time if we want that would mm-hmm. be cool i think that would be making it maybe a little bit even easier crossing so, over yeah. from like 1980s and in their dimension or something you know and there's you know magneto in his 40s that 
I'm mm-hmm. I'm down with something like like that. Yeah. The, so the speculation is that uh, the Hall H panel will be on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and that this is from Collider uh, from Stephen uh, Weintraub, who's pretty pretty reliable guy, um, and that like you were saying, it's probably going to be Black Panther Wakanda Forever, but that they are going big with some of their announcements. So yeah. Uh, and and which brings me to a bigger question: Is where the hell is DC? <laughs> hiding and, and i and i say and i say this i say this because um dc dc usually makes WonderCon kind of it's, it's their home show a lot of times WonderCon is themed around whatever dc's big project is going to be we've had shazam like aquaman um wonder woman and it's and it's all themed around you know just uh the movie that's that's the big that's the big uh event of the weekend usually on on saturday and they were completely missing at WonderCon. and now where you know where does that leave them at there's not even a, a fandom announcement there's no like schedule for for fandom i'm on their website looking right right now nothing nothing yeah man that's that's I, a big that's <laughs> you got you've got bat uh uh batgirl blue beetle um mm-hmm. you, i know they don't want to touch flash with a with a 10 foot pole for for right now uh they they don't want to do any marketing for that and they've got a whole year for it um uh, i'm almost with nick and and say you know fuck it reshoot the shit <laughs> you know, it, it's funny it's funny because, because I saw, you can, how are you gonna market market that you know it's, it's funny because i saw that I, I saw this tiktok this morning that made me laugh uh it, it says all right dc's new project the career suicide squad <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh it, it features amber heard ezra miller <laughs> will smith awful <laughs> I just, I'm just laughing because I was like man a lot of these <clears throat> a lot of the people that DCQ's betting on man they, they just can't get it together <laughs> there there's only two two standing Justice League members left basically and that that's uh uh, uh Momoa's Aquaman and uh Gadot's uh uh Wonder Woman yeah and one Wonder Woman's last outing was was not well received <laughs> Well, it's, uh, it's not. It wasn't her fault. It was no. It was a it was very bad. Her, her fault. It was a very bad story. It was, and and, and just it was just yeah. questionable shot. There's very questionable shots too, as far as the way it was edited. Yeah, and we've talked and about that quite a bit. <laughs> quite a bit, anyways, but man. I, it's yeah, but you know, ahead. like I said, it's it's the first big show really since the pandemic. Um, as far as as far as what you would consider the you know biggest conventions, I know that there's a lot of conventions going around everywhere, and then New York will be in the fall, which you will be yep. at. Yes, we will. Be. Um, so just enjoy it for what it is, and enjoy the company, enjoy the fact that you're going to be in San Diego again, um, the Gas Lab District, which is going to really be mm-hmm. looking forward to your support as far as coming back financially, and. Mm-hmm. Um, just enjoy it and have a good time. I, I think that's what it is. I know that even our, our coverage is going to be a little bit looser than than it has been in the past, uh, because of that reason. Uh, but heck, I, I will say when I when I did Comic Con, I I did do nine press rooms still. So so gives me a lot of hope still for for Comic Con, which means it will still be <clears throat> quite the 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 
the mess that it always is as far as running around from one room to another to another to another to another yeah. hotel so just um <clears throat> just gonna have fun with it yeah well man it's been a a great first episode coming coming back guys you can see we've got some new new graphics of you know been working hard on on upgrading all of the all of the podcasts here at the uh genreverse podcast network um i hopefully will have a moving nebula background for us similar to our uh anime versal reviews uh podcast um and uh yeah tidy some th- things up and and uh, let us know what you guys think. And and uh, as far as the Comic Con coverage coming up next month, lr lrm on online Go there. Uh, all of our content is on on there. The written articles, re- reviews, uh, c- celebrity interviews, Manny, uh, Gig, and Nancy, um, all on the uh, LRM online YouTube channel. That's where the inter- interviews go. At the podcasts are accessible there. Opinion opinion uh, opinion pieces. Um, fun things. Looking at why computer? Why computer? Anyways, guys, we were we were closing out. Any uh, anyways. Um, I was saying make make sure you check out all the uh great shows like uh anime versal reviews. Uh, we just wrapped up uh Spy Family, great anime. Highly suggest you you check it out. And uh, next week we will be discussing uh um Classroom of the Elite in preparation for potentially covering it as part of uh its second season coming coming up uh breaking geek radio the, the podcast they they touch a little bit on all all the news from from the week and do uh movie and, and show reviews uh marvel marvel multiverse mayhem uh doing miss marvel which has been a incredibly wonderful experience it's been a fun fun show Big, big, uh, big plus over over Kenobi, um, and we did do our Kenobi reviews for for the Cantina, and this this week we'll be back uh, doing just regular uh, news on uh, the Cantina, and, and all of our podcasts are available in video format right here on the Genreverse YouTube channel. So please hit uh, please hit the red subscribe button, and uh, yeah, I also do uh, like trailer reactions as part of Genre Shot, which. Uh, I gotta do something with the music now because I'm I'm taking the Daily Cog music back here to the to the Daily Cog, man. So yeah, uh, Manny, you have a new uh, Twitter handle and whatever else you want to plug or say. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, j- just due to the broad uh, number of things I do now, especially at, at my day job, my my Twitter handle is now at uh, Manny Gomez Media. You can find me on there for a lot of local stuff, a lot of geeky stuff, a lot of entertainment stuff still. Uh, more than likely, my role here at LRM changes just a bit as uh, I'll be back here on this podcast, as you know, just to a uh, few people delight. Uh, we see you out there, Brian. Um, <laughs> and um, but uh, my, I will be writing a whole lot more for the site, which uh, is something that we need just because uh, sometimes we miss things. We, we, we you know, a lot, everyone's busy and uh, being West Coast, I can I can take a lot of that in the evening, which sometimes things drop in the in the evening and we don't have anyone here and i'm i will now be here to cover that spot and every now and then if i can can do an interview i still will but hey you know what they're all in good hands because gig and nancy do a way better job than i do anyway so um <laughs> yeah we're not we're not does a good job we're not going to be missing out on on uh, on coverage so is it if anything nope. actually i think it, it balances it out just a little bit better there you go 
All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening. I'm at that Kyle Malone, and we will see you ne- next time. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.